Travelers, depart. Make way for us. Where are you going there? Can I say that with diplomacy? Unfortunately, we cannot let you pass. This tree means everything to it, the, the people. So you have chosen death. That would be what it sounds like we have chosen here. So anyways, I started blasting. You fought well. I am the alpha now. Oh, God. (laughs) Gotta say, being repeatedly bounded by a bunch of black tentacles, definitely not my cup of tea. I wasn't expecting him to spit you out, honestly. Honestly, I wasn't expecting him to eat him in the first place. Welcome everybody back to the Sword Art Online Odd Campaign. I am Quentin, your GM. This is Season 4, Episode 7, but also known as our 100th episode! Yay! That's a big number, guys. That is a big number. It's triple digits. We're there. Even though there's only two digits in this title, Season 4 and Episode 7, we are at the 100th episode. So sound off, my players, to let everyone know who is with us on this joyous occasion. Sounding off. This is Emily, who plays Odette. Odette is a level 11 arcanist elf who travels around with her familiar pseudo-dragon, Indiana. That's me! And I'm RL. I play Greg, a 33-year-old dad with some, you know, over-protective tendencies. With a pet goat war, sorry, animal companion. Didn't mean to be insensitive there. Me. Animal companion Jerry, a baby goat. And every other voice that you will hear in your ear holes is brought to you by me, Quentin, your GM here. Kicking our story back off, we rejoin our protagonists after their victorious triumph over the ferocious wolves. You all, being your party, standing over the now corpse of your recently slain combatant, all collectively let loose a sigh of relief after the taxi encounter. Allotting yourselves a brief moment to catch your breath, there is a silence, as the ambiance of the forest scape is allowed to hum quietly in the background. This, however, does not last long. Surprisingly, not interrupted by the bumbling of Grundle, the exuberant Odette, or the doting Greg, a more ominous sound is piercing the air as a harrowing chorus descends. Distant but abounding, you hear as if in solidarity with their fallen kinsmen, numerous howls cry out for retribution and vengeance. Um, what is that? I thought they didn't get through here. I don't know, but I feel as if I might have made a mistake. Oh, yeah, you're kidding me. Oh, we are going to be in so much trouble. Yes, 
Es just puts both of his hands in the air and shrugs. Well, uh, can I perception to see where the sound is coming from? Sure, by all means. 33. The sound seems to echo and reflect off of the various surfaces, seeming to be able to travel a great distance, reaching even far beyond the mountains. It seems to be coming from all across the land. Though, a preponderance of howling seems to be emanating from the western side of the mountain. Oh no, I think someone says something about werewolves on this floor. Oh dear, wait! Was this wolf a relative of the werewolves? What did this... Was the progenitor? Progenitor? What is the word? How do you say it? I don't know! (laughs) Oh no, you've done it now! Oh god, oh jeez, oh no, no, no. I've had this happen before. It is not a pretty picture. How have you had this happen before? Uh, no, it's fine. Um, uh, well, you know, once when, like, wrestling some salamanders, um, when you kill the big salamander, all the tiny salamanders get upset. So, like, it could be a very similar facet. Okay, and do the tiny salamanders try and attack you? Oh, absolutely. They almost bit off my left toe. Well, you know what? I say we've completed our quest. Uh, we got our loot. I say we teleport back to, uh, to, uh, home base, huh? Oh, Dear goodness me, it could be, oh, this could be so bad. Uh, we've got so much time to wait. I think you're right. We should probably just leave this place and pretend nothing bad happened. S just shakes his head violently, yes. Greg also shakes his head and uh, looks to uh, Grundle. I don't know why y'all looking at me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened here, but it wasn't anything to do with me. Yeah. No, we, we need no, to... No, like, quite literally, I was not here. I was wrestling yeah. hentai on the other floor. I don't know that it is, and I don't want to ask. Uh, how... S, do you know what that is? S sighs and covers his eyes with his hands. And then you see, as he disappears. He just left us. Okay. No, Grundle. no, he's still here. I feel his prison. I think he is gone. Uh, Grundle, we'll see you back at the guild hall. Make sure you teleport there, Okay. Okay. What, what else would I do? I don't know. Your voice has changed. Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. Oh, is he still kind of big right now? Uh, he is a little bit larger than he used to be, but it also seems as if he has some weird skin affliction currently, and his skin seems more like pale green than it used to be. Odette's going to ignore that. Shaking your head. We'll see you there. And then she teleports to the guild hall. Greg will wait. Until Grundle teleports. Indeed. Following very shortly after Odette, Grundle takes leave as well, and you don't see S anywhere nearby. All right, well, if you're still here, we're going to the guild hall. Uh, I'll see you there, or maybe I won't see you. You'll just see me. I'll go now. I could just be talking to trees, (laughs) and I'll teleport back to the guild hall. All of you make her way and are now standing outside after being mystically transpositioned, are outside the guild hall. Can I make a perception? I was going to say, can I look around, see if sure. I notice? You're currently outside the front door of the guild hall, the two tall, very wide, dark oak doors. You're standing outside the main building. 27. 23. While everything regarding the visual scenery seems to have stayed the same, Auditorily, you still hear a cacophony of howls echoing throughout the land, though their direction has changed somewhat. 
previously, seeing as you are on the northernmost peninsula of this nation, everything was coming from the south of you, but now everything is to your north. Though there does seem to be a very interesting difference, as there are two large sources of where the howling is coming from. One seems to be coming far, far from the east, and is very faint and hard to hear, but a large group of howling seems to be emanating from the northwest, over by the nearby mountain range. Oh, okay. So north, northwest, and a little bit, well, a lot bit from the east, and that is a lot of wolves. You know, I don't think we thought this through, thinking, you know, we would get away from the noise, but now that I think about it, we're already nearby to the sound anyway. Oh, this was a bad plan. Uh, we go inside and don't mention it. We completed the quest. It says our quest is completed, right? Indeed, you have gotten the HUD update that the expedited event quest, as it was called, has been completed, and each of you have gotten the allotted lump sum of gold, which was, I believe, 250 gold pieces. And then for each of your wolf pelts that you've collected, you can exchange them for 50 gold. I will keep my wolf pelt. Uh, Odette, recalling that the quest mentioned something about special properties regarding wolf pelts, potentially, uh, would I be able to uh, do a guess knowledge arcana or spellcraft on the pelts to see if they have any special properties yeah you can pull them out of your inventory right now sit down outside and gaze at these wolf pelts absolutely sure you don't think she would by all means all right i'm doing it all right give me one second this is very important Ooh, what did we get i know you don't want to do that in your no room. no this is far too important you guys are just sitting outside of the door uh, which one am I rolling? Knowledge Arcana or Spellcraft? Oh, uh, yes. It would be Spellcraft. So uh, for Spellcraft, it'd be a 16. Odette, intriguingly enough, you are unable to decipher the mysteries of these pelts, though you can tell that two of them are very different from one of them. Two of these are different from one of them. Oh, yes, look. These have like a very dark hue and sheen to them. I can't tell which one is the more rare. Oh, goodness. We could probably go talk to Celia about that. Oh, she would know. Well, I have one. I could show you mine. What about yours? Well, you said you wanted to see more of them. No, I was saying I need to know which ones I have. Oh, okay. Did you want me to look at yours? No, no, it's all right. Uh, we'll just go inside and Greg will open the door and hold it open for his compatriots as well. Odette would be venturing to see Celia to discuss... Uh, and potentially learn about the properties of her three wolf pelts, specifically of the two that are different. Everyone begins making their way inside. You notice that Odette, uh, followed by Grundle, is making their way indoors. Uh, S, I don't really know if you're still out there. I'm, I'm having the door open. Hurry up. And Greg will wait, kind of count. Okay, that seems like enough time. You're probably inside by now. And he goes inside and closes the door. I'm home. He thinks to himself, I haven't gotten to say that in a long time. Oh, yes, unfortunately. And you just see a very exasperated Sebastian. If possible, his face looks even paler and more exhausted than regularly. He may have even gained a few wrinkles since you were last here. Oh, hi. Good to see you. How have things been since we've been in our little mission? Oh, they were lovely until you came back. Well, 
You certainly aren't getting tipped. Greg says with kind of a little bit disgruntled, little bit hurt face. You hear as someone comes hurriedly walking through the corridors of the manor. You see as Sebastian is holding out a small coin purse just outside the entranceway of a corridor. Walking from said corridor, you see as Draken swipes the coin purse out of Sebastian's hand. Um, Odette would have walked in just straight to Celia, so she would not be here at this point. You hear someone walking down the corridor, but it is almost unnoticeable due to the pace and rhythm that your own footsteps are making as you burst the door to Celia's study. Odette, you take time with Celia and analyze these wolf pelts that you have, and you notice that they seem to be imbued with some very potent magic. They each have a one-time use effect to give the wearer the effects of the spell aspect of the wolf. Oh, that is very cool. Thank you so much, Celia. That is a very potent spell. Immensely valuable as well. You could sell the pelt alone for thousands. Fascinating. Well, would you like one of them as a trade? A a trade for? Hmm. We could put it towards a low-level rune of power. Oh, um, hmm. I could potentially trade this for a second-level runestone of power, but you'd have to give me time to craft such an artifact. All right, I can work with that. Unfortunately, I cannot carry around two of these wolf pelts. They are very heavy. Indeed, but quite exquisite. All right, well, I'll put your order in right away, Odette. Thank you so much, Celia. All right, I'll see you soon, okay? And she'll begin leaving and going off to join with the rest of the group. Meanwhile, back in the main foyer, Greg and Grundle have been holding a conversation with Draken. And you do actually notice that S appears and seems to be walking down the same corridor that Draken came from and is now standing beside him. Oh, hi, Mr. Draken. Uh, We just got back from our little quest with the wolves. Uh, We completed it A-OK. Killed all of those little wolves. Is that what you call A-OK? Well, I mean, I don't know if they deserved it, but it was what the quest was, so... The quest was to clear out the wolves around the Fur Bearer's Tannery. Yeah. Were these wolves around the Fur Bearer's Tannery? Yeah. No! No, they were not! Yeah, they were! They really were not! Okay, okay, so here's the thing... They were around the entrance of the 15th floor, and then they came into floor 10. Okay, well, you know, here's what actually happened... The last time we went to the Fairbarrow's Tannery, we took that little storm chaser guy of yours. The wolves followed us from the Fairbarrow's Tannery, same wolves, to the door. I assumed to get their little friend or whatever they want him for. And when we came out of the portal, there they were waiting for us, right where we left them. The point being, were the wolves any longer near the fur bearer's tannery yeah i don't know about that no they weren't and now well we completed the quest the quest that said uh save the fur bearer's tannery that quest is completed after we killed the wolves so what do you say about that sure yeah no that's fine you check the box off technically i love game logistics Oh, Odette, such a pleasure that you can join us. Odette's walking down the stairs, looking very confused. Is everything all right? 
I just don't understand how the misfits that find themselves drawn to this guild can never cease to amaze me. Oh, that's too sweet of you, Draken. You took a simple task and somehow managed to turn it into a catastrophe. What are you talking about? All I did was try to stop the wolf from coming through. The wolf came through and then we knocked him unconscious and then Greg killed him. <sighs> yeah. Okay. We could have held him for, for ransom if you wanted. No, we okay. didn't really have the resources the to The entire him. nation is in turmoil. Oh. As if there weren't enough problems with missing people, rogue factions, uprisings. It appears as now that this event has somehow become a catalyst for an unquenchable bloodlust for every canine-related entity throughout the entire land. Oh, that's interesting. This Did is we kill a god? Quite possibly about the worst place that you could have chosen to stir this up. Greg looks at himself. Did I kill a wolf god? Oh, See, I told you, this is why we should have tied him up. You think a rope could hold a wolf god? He was unconscious. Oh. It's not a little leash you can keep him on. Why not? I understand that it was unintentional, and that this mechanic of the game clearly has unintended side effects. But you quite literally could not have picked a worse location for this occurrence. Oh, that's good, because we didn't actually pick it. So, I have a question for you. You said the canines on the floor are upset. Wouldn't it be the the uh, loop lupine? Oh, as no in the idea. wolves? Or is it more dogs? Because if it's dogs, I cannot kill dogs. This is a very, that is a fine line. It's I, will, I will agree with Odette oh here. Okay, I refuse to kill any okay. puppies. Uh, this area is somehow occupied by a litany of abject horrors only realized in most people's imaginations. You got ghosts, demons, zombies, sea monsters, and yes, vampires and werewolves. Oh. The latter two, as in most fairy tale stories, just so happen to be the largest and oldest factions within the region, and of course, hate each other. Well, yes, it is very obvious. That's very racist as well. No, 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 according to the lore, that is correct. My point being, the vampire nation of Rimadolv has been in power for the past few centuries and had almost completely eradicated out the werewolf genealogy. Keyword almost. Seeing as the werewolves have recently been slowly regaining their strength in numbers and now have just been agitated and emboldened. I am so confused. So was that a wolf god or something? Was that the origin? I don't know. Maybe. Well, okay. No, that's not okay. Uh, the... Could we resurrect it? Do we uh, have a Yes, because a, a zombie lich wolf god will solve all of our problems. No, yeah. okay. No, the... I'm talking about like, if Daniel wasn't busy, we could ask him. Wait, no, does he have resurrect? Probably not. Presumably, this creature could have been the elder entity known as Lycanon. Okay, but it's a monster. It'll just respawn. Oh. That hasn't been happening for a while, I've noticed. What? Some of the elder beings, or uh, what was it? I heard about the Spider King. I think his name was Brian. He never respawned. We have checked in the area on floor one, and we have not seen anything from him in several months. Oh, so you can, like, permanent kill a mini boss? Kind of like you can permanent kill a player. Well... Yeah, but that's generally looked down upon since we're all human. Yes. Well, in the real world, I'm, I'm an elf right now. 
Anyway, uh, Draken, you look like you're hyperventilating over there. Are you sure you don't want, you know, maybe a nice cup of decaffeinated tea? That is not going to solve any of my problems right That's now. That's right. You're a caffeine man. All right. So what is it that you need us to do? What do you mean? What do you do? What do you suppose you can do? Well, we have let a me, legendary hero let right me there. think about this. Centuries-old blood war filled with enslavement and mass genocide. Oh, wait, yes, I have just the trick. What we could do is we could sit down and we could write an apology letter and then everything will just go away, right? So we just wow. kill the werewolves. No! Okay, mate, okay, that could work. I don't, you, you want to go around killing every werewolf you come in contact with? Do you know how long and arduous of a task that would be? Greg raises his hand. Um, I do have a question. Sure. Yeah, that's me, Greg <laughs> Shaw. Um, uh, well, I was wondering why don't we just let the vampires and werewolves take care of it themselves? They seem like they already got a little, you know, thing going on. Why do we got to get involved? You're perfectly right. We could just let a massive war rage throughout the 15th floor right yeah. around the entrance of where yeah. we get to the 15th floor so that any yeah. player trying to get through would be caught inside the middle of a bloodbath and probably be killed on sight. Wait, Wait, now we can teleport to the 15th floor, so... I have a suggestion. Okay. You know how we can solve the problem? Oh. We, we turn in the guy that killed the wolf. She's jesting, but she's trying to hide it. Turn me into who? The wolves or the vampires? The vampires to be praised or the wolves to be eaten? I think I'll take my chances with the vampires. Listen, I don't personally care what you do so long as it is productive. If you want, I even wrote up a little quest board filled with leads so that you people can stop badgering me in regards to how to make yourselves useful. Actually, Obviously, it's you just badgering us about being useful. Yes, honestly. Like. You, you're the one that has come to us and asked for help in multiple ways at this point. Yeah, oh, do, you, do you forget how we first met? That is how we met. I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> There's a board over there on the wall. If you guys don't know what to do with yourselves, other than that, unless otherwise stated on the quest that you take, do not contact me. And Draken storms upstairs. But wait! Aren't you supposed to be the temporary guild leader? He is a very bad leader. He might be taking a temporary leave. But then, wow, this guild goes through leaders quite quickly. Yeah, I can see why, actually. Yes, after all, there are many problems. But anyway, S. S nods in your direction. She moves her way over there. So, we have much to discuss. He shakes his head no. Yes. He shakes his head no. Yes. Oh, S, uh, didn't I ask you to help me with that one thing over here, away from girls? He shakes his head yes. <laughs> that is mildly sexist and rude, I will say. No, it's guy talk. You know, we're going to have a little bit. Of, it's just a, a thing uh, we got to talk about over here and away from the girls. Uh, Greg will start walking away. With, uh, with us. S will kind of, like, position himself in the corridor to begin to walk around Odette. That is very rude, but fine. I see how it is. Maybe you are not a good legendary hero. You need some training. You get a notification. She looks at the message. Message me your questions. I will respond to them in my own time. Interesting. She'll close the messaging app, and then she'll, uh, message to her, um... 
previous guild leader, mm. Columbia. Yes. And discuss with her regarding the legendary hero. And Grendel has been left alone. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. This is just, isn't this just the bestest? Like, look, look at that. There's so much asbestos. There's probably some chicken urine in the coop. There's a coop? Oh, my God. I didn't even know there was a coop. I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, they removed the coop ages ago, and it was all my fault, supposedly. But I'm talking about all of these quests on this board right now. Ah, give me one moment. I need to finish this discussion. Oh, sure. You keep doing that. I might go, like, hunt some fish people and eat some sushi. R.I.P. Sal. So Odette is essentially just messaging with her previous guild leader regarding legendary heroes and such, and also about the circumstance that has occurred on the floor. Hmm. Hmm. She seems immensely concerned regarding the circumstance. She's immensely fearful because a large number of her guild members are on the 10th floor because that seems to be where some of the most mystical artifacts currently are. Odette will not admit to it being the party's fault that she was just in. She'll just indicate that she has some information and that's it. To clarify, by the way, Greg, um, S does not convene with you? He, however, just utilized the excuse as an opportunity to vanish. Yeah, that's what he was going for. I guess Greg will go back to his room. All right. Everyone busy with their night's proceedings seems to kind of wind down for the evening after a very busy day. Though Grundle seems to be off staring at this quest board as all of you eventually leave him. The evening comes and goes and you all arise the next morning. But the question then becomes, what do you do? I will look upon the quest board. You all, having victoriously completed your last endeavor, are somewhat lacking any directive. So, you notice that there are a number of things listed on this quest board. Uh, one recently tacked on, uh, kind of along with the rest of them. It states, Vampire Werewolf Blood Feud. There are two sides to every tale, and often, when a story goes on this long, neither side is spotless. See if negotiations can be reached. Both sides are rather stubborn, so it may be up to us to lobby for peace. In order to do so, you may have to contact both faction leaders, the vampires at Castle Rimadov and the werewolves in Lunka. Hmm. Are there any other quests that are that we don't have to deal with the consequences of my own actions? You notice that there is an older one, kind of tacked onto the corner, almost as if it had been forgotten but it seems like it's another quest for the 10th floor. It says, Missing people in the town of Yenemut. This small town seems to keep getting smaller and smaller, as local townspeople have reportedly been going missing near the river. Speak with James, the tavern owner, and he can fill you in on the gossip of the town. Oh my gosh, James, I'll know him. I think I like this one. Find some missing people, help out some families. That sounds much nicer than dealing with some ravenous wolves and vampires. Something that Draken had previously mentioned, it seems as if it's uh, a multifaceted quest. There are a couple of different avenues which you could go down and uh, investigate. It is a quest for the 15th floor. It says, help defend the people against rampaging nature spirits. There are three different kind of subsections of this. Snakes in the sewers of Ereveldum. Go to Ereveldum and seek out the Department of Inquisition. Ask for Stefan. Radical and deadly heat fluctuations. Go to Casa Benedine and ask for a member of the Don Terra organization to seek further information. And lastly, apparently a large raptor has been sighted and it has been abducting local natives on the 15th floor. 
This one says ask for Draken directly regarding this matter. Interesting. It seems there's a lot of avenues to go down. Uh, what do you think, Jerry? Should we get the old team back together? Maybe plus or minus some people? He just looks up at you and brays as a goat would, neither confirming nor denying anything, but simply existing. Yeah. Meh. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Is anybody else down here? Uh, it doesn't appear as if anyone in the guild hall is too active. You think you hear a hammering back at the forge, and Celia's study is always quiet. But other than that, you hear nothing except for the light and gentle footsteps of Sebastian as he's making his way around the estate. Um, I'll take a step outside and see if I can still hear the howling. I'd actually like to perception. Sure. 28. Strangely enough, though it is early in the morning, the sun has risen, you can tell that the howling is still occurring. It seems as if the east is attempting to communicate with the west as these two packs of animals continue even throughout the day. Well, I wonder if they get tired and they take shifts on the howling. That would make your voice coarse. Yes, I'm. Seeing that Odette was really given more of the directive from Draken initially to wait for paper, she assumes that there is no way to do the 15th floor. So she's merely taking her time around the building and doing some downtime things. She's going to commune with her pseudo-dragon and change out some of her spells and sell the one wolf pelt that's not really worth anything. Doing so, you've received 50 gold and you have exchanged out your spells for the day. You feel refreshed and renewed as a new day has begun, but you seem to just be lounging around enjoying the free time that you have now with no clear directive other than, from your mind, just to wait. Would I be able to copy some of Celia's spells down? Um, I would spend one day of downtime to copy up to eight spells from other sources into my spellbook. Yes, uh, you can add some spells from Celia's spellbook. I have to make spellcraft checks. Okay. I have to make a spellcraft check versus the uh, DC of 15 plus the spells level. Sure. So Odette will request from Celia if she could copy a few of the spells that she has. And seeing that she, um, I'm interested in whispering lore, psychic reading, mind probe, and arcane eye. So um, I would have to make a spellcraft check if you're good with that. Go for it. You and Celia are on very cordial terms with one another, and she is more than happy to swap spells with you. So while you sit down with her book, she sits down and speaks with Indiana and learns some of the spells that you know as well. I was one shy of learning Whispering Lore. Oof. It's these dice. I just crit failed on Psychic Greetings, so I don't get that either. Can you not? I mean, you could take another day to try and learn them. Yeah, that's pretty much what's going to have to happen. Um, mind probe, I do get. There you go. I'm going to try for arcane eye now, and I get arcane eye. I just don't get the low-level spells. Um, and also, no, I think it's I have to wait a week. Yikers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a week I have to wait to try and relearn a spell. Draken, seeing all of you kind of just looming about the guild hall, he eventually reaches out to each of you through a message. So do you just intend on taking downtime until your papers are ready, or were you intending on doing one of the quests on the board? Greg will reply, Oh, I thought we were supposed to wait until uh, our papers was ready until to go on guild quests. Odette would also respond similarly, being like, Oh, 
I thought that we were supposed to wait for you to do the paper thing. Honestly, I wasn't listening to anything you said the other day. You seem very angry. And when people respond with emotion, it becomes very hard to understand what you really want us to do. Draken sighs internally in message and then forms a group chat. Okay, people, listen up. Is very easy. There is a town called Erveldum on the next floor. I can have your papers processed quite possibly by the time you get there. It's more so a matter of what you want to do. There are a handful of quests which should be dealt with on the 10th floor, but there are also ones on the 15th floor. It's more so what interests you. I guess I got my new winter gear. I wouldn't mind going on the 15th floor. Okay. I mean, the 15th floor is fine if we want to do that. We did cause problems, though, on this floor. And yeah. honestly, Columbia is not very happy about that. We might need to address the wolf problem. No, no, I, I think we should go to the 15th floor. Oh, no, you want to that, understand. That, the Arcanists, not... they are, um, let's say, how do I put this, somewhat in trouble, as they are mostly on this floor right now. Well, that sounds like something they need to figure out. Uh... You are with the Odd Guild. Now, I can leave the guild if I need to and go back to the Arcanist Anonymous. That is fine. You're more than welcome to do whatever you please. There's missing people in the town of Yenema. There's the blood feud between the vampires and werewolves. And there are giant nature spirits attacking people on the 15th floor. Yeah, I was going to help with the nature spirits. Um, I'm usually pretty inclined with nature. Oh, like killing the wolf? Please don't bring that up. You see, Greg, like... Flick away a tear. I already feel terrible enough about it. And now it doesn't even help that it, it caused a big problem. You, I'm assuming Odette would have been walking towards uh, the area that Greg was in and sees this occur. Oh, you are a big crybaby. She says out loud. It is fine. I'm not. I'm just, you know, I'm a sensitive guy. Okay, that is fine and all, but we do need to figure out what it is that we are doing. If we go on to the next floor, that means we have to travel to the location of... What is the location? Erveldum, he said. Yeah, it's a big city up there. I thought it'd be cool. This floor is much warmer, I will say. Yeah, but I got my winter gear. But also, there are all these vampires and werewolves. It is very exciting, No. No, it is not. Not for me. I don't really want to be eaten or having my blood sucked. No, listen here. I will go wherever a legendary hero goes, and clearly there is a problem on this floor, and the legendary hero should be addressing the problem. I thought legendary heroes dealt with cool problems like nature spirits. Werewolves and vampires are very cool. Tell that to the vampires and werewolves. Okay, we can. Let's take the quest. I guess I should solve problems if I'm the one who calls them. But was... Yes. Uh... There is... Here's the one thing I will recommend. Never admit to having caused the problem. You just go along with it and act like everything is fine. Alright, but if anyone gets lycanthropy, I'm blaming you. Why would you blame me? That would not be my fault. Oh, if it was anyone's fault, it would probably be mine. But don't worry, I've been injecting myself with wolf's bane for like the past three weeks. Oh, that's probably not healthy. I think that is a poison, is it not? Yes, but similar to Iocane powder, if you take it in small doses, eventually you'll build up an immunity to it. Oh, it is a reference to the princess wife. I do get that reference. I appreciate it. 
but at the same time, I'm severely concerned for your health. Alright, well, if this is the quest we're taking, I need to go find our legendary hero. I'll be back. And she runs off to go find S, messaging him. Where are you? In my room. Perfect. <laughs> and where does Odette go? She'll go to Sebastian. Okay. Him. Sebastian, sir? Oh, yes. Noisy one. That would be my name. Yes, I am looking for the quiet one. Oh, or if you're referring to Master S, he is currently not at the residence. Wait, where is he? He does not lodge here at the establishment. Ugh, S? She messages him. Hey. It is not perfect. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we need you here. ASAP, it is an emergency. You feel a tapping on your shoulder. It is an emergency. <laughs> she turns towards the direction of the tapping. He looks panicked. There is so much of an emergency. We need your help. He gestures as if Come asking for you to go on. Come with me. He then approaches following where you are. All right. She runs back towards the group. All right, everyone. I got S. We're all good and set to go. He's probably been here the whole time. No. He, he shakes his head now. Oh. What is the emergency? I, I guess we're doing a quest. We're, we're going to try and help with the situation that was created, I guess. It is an emergency. Fit for a legendary hero. I would rather not. No, no. Yes, you're helping. I have spoken. Uh, there was another quest. What quest what? did you want? Yeah, let's let your... And Greg will put up air quotes. Legendary hero decide. He is a legendary hero. You just get messaged, and it looks like he messages you a, a quest, as there's like a whole little outline in the message information. And it seems as if it was assigned to him by Draken. It says, Investigate Camille Lasimus. By whatever means necessary, gather information on Lasimus's new research project. Locate where they are storing all of their research, and figure out how far into the process and close to completing it they are. If interested, please rendezvous with Mateo Vasquez just outside of the city of Erveldum. Interesting. So oh. you want to do this quest? This was the quest I was doing. Interesting. Oh, yes, yeah, so we should... Should we go with your legendary hero? It seems like he already has a thing he's doing. I can do this by myself. No, absolutely. We are going with you now. What of course, you, you can never do without backup. Vampires. <laughs> Don't they need you here? And he kind of, like, nudges you. No, I go where the legendary hero goes. Because a legendary hero will always need backup. He sighs very deeply. <laughs> He thought he had an out. We're here to have your back. It means you will have to travel in the cold. That is fine. Yeah, we got our cold weather gear. What about you, Grundle? What? Oh, I'm immune to the cold. I All of my uh, nerve re senses or my arms are completely dead. Just your arms, not your body? Uh, mostly just my arms. His, his, most of his body is his arms. It's very true. I've got very stout legs, but very muscular forearms. I did notice that. They were, they stood out much to me. It's very good for carrying things, though, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, I think it was some weird side effect of the, uh, it might be something to do with the hominoidia potion I drank earlier. Interesting. Besides all of that, though, I will say that we might as well leave this whole werewolf vampire thing to the, uh, A-team, as you said. They probably have one of those here. Yay. Just leave it to the people who are actually... From my understanding... 
The A-Team, as you put it, is currently out looking for the actual guild leader. Sebastian speaks up from the back corner, clearly apparently having been listened to your conversation. Ah, oh, interesting. I will say that the queen of this floor is not very thrilled with the outcome of the most recent events. Oh, that is Craig's fault. I mean, that is the, the guy with the name, the letter, uh, the letter J in his name. Jig Drake. Mm-hmm. While I am the head butler for the estate of the Duchess Snow, I also report to her Queen Majesty herself directly. Oh, crap. Greg, you've been ousted. I didn't do anything. I, I completed a mission I was given. You should really have a problem with the people who gave the mission. Oh, yes, Draken. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure the Queen will be in contact with you shortly. <gasps> the Queen is gonna contact me? I don't know if that is a good thing. Normally, when you're brought before a Queen or any kind of royalty in this kind of era, that means you will be get beheaded. Well, I don't care what kind of thing I'm giving or getting. Um, I'm getting talked to by a Queen. Or you may just be executed by her head guard. What, are we executing a game plan? Okay. All right. Greg, I want to say this in the nicest way possible. Execute is like in the old days when they would have the axes and the stump. I know what it is. It's one of those pocket monster things. Yeah. Oh, I love execute, though. It's how I made my hard-boiled eggs every morning. Yeah, yeah. My, my... My son is constantly playing those types of games, so I can never really get the the names with the little creatures. You know what, S? It's your turn to explain. I cannot do this. He shakes his head no. Okay, <laughs> bye. I can already teleport to Erveldum. That you sucks for you, doesn't it? Catch up. No, S? She latches onto his arm. You will not leave. You well, must stay. All right, I'll say. I mean this in the nicest way possible. He says that exactly how you did. I mean this in the nicest way possible. Uh, you're acting a bit clingy. That is fine. Uh, okay. What is wrong with being clingy? It is how I kept people alive. Do you know how many legendary heroes have died? I mean, how many have... How many people have you killed? <laughs> I think what yeah. sort of dark secrets are you hiding? I didn't kill anybody. Nay, yeah, of course. No, I did not kill anybody. Columbia did. Oh... You mean your guild leader? Absolutely. Okay. I'm starting to get really freaked out here now. She's a very frightening woman. Don't maybe, cross her. I may be having second thoughts. Well, S, what do you say me and you go to Ereveldum on a guy's trip, huh? Can you stop trying to leave me behind? That is very rude. Well, you're concerning me with your all your, you know... People have died in my care when I get attached to them. Not in my care. Greg gives you kind of a side eye. Hmm. It is fine. It is all fine. So, I'm confused. Did we make a decision? Are we dealing with the wolves? Are we going to the Ereveldum? I thought we were going to Ereveldum. Let's go then. Oh, you're just going to have to give me a few seconds to pack my things. I need to get my briefcase all together in order. Don't forget my oh, rack yeah. sack. Yeah, it's all right. We gotta get the carriage to come around or something, I guess. Wait, no, we don't. We can just teleport to floor 15 and, you know, hike from there. Hmm, that is true. I have to make sure I have rations and everything. Uh, S, how far is Aravildum from the tree? He blinks and <laughs> sighs. Where we're going, it'll be about four days. 
Okay, four days. That is fine. That's more than enough time. I got a nice little setup in my tent. By then, hopefully, Draken will have your papers. That should be fine. Well, how about we take the day to get our rations, get our stuff, and uh, we'll teleport over to the tree or to the entrance uh, together. Oh boy! All right, so I'll count. I'll take the day to get prepared. I'll get all the reagents that I need. I'm gonna need some orangutan hair. Ah, uh, there the, are the, the a few things I'm, I'm gonna have to get from the stores down by the by Yanima. Hopefully, the the herbalist down there hasn't gone missing yet. When you do that, I will um get what I need. Yeah, and uh, we can be on our way. All righty. Greg goes into the kitchen, and we'll take baking supplies like sugar, flour, wheat, chocolate chips if they have them, all the stuff necessary for baking cookies on the go. While in the kitchen trying to grab baking supplies, you notice, interestingly enough, that Tiffany is in there as well. Oh, didn't expect to see you in here. You getting a little snack? I'll make you something if you want. Uh, no, 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 don't don't worry about it. Uh, nothing going on over here. Well... That statement makes me a bit suspicious. Your statement makes me a little bit suspicious. Greg will walk over to where Tiffany is. So what are you doing around here? Nothing. And you see as he just postures himself in front of an oven and sets his hammer down. (gasps) Are you baking? No, I I couldn't possibly do that. I only know how to use a forge. Ovens are beyond me. A forge is basically an oven for metals instead of cookies. Anyways, there's nothing going on in here. Uh, I will perception and take a big sniff. <laughs> of course, I roll stupid high on my stupid rolls. Um, that's a 33. Uh, you can smell that something is definitely baking in the oven. Can I tell what? Sweet? Salty? I definitely smell sweet. Let's see. Maybe apple pie? No. But that is cinnamon. Are we making, uh, are we making tarts? Scones? None of the above. Stop guessing anyways. Is that any of your business? Well, I'm just... I love to bake with my daughter all the time. Well, that's perfectly fine, but I'm... Though my name is Tiffany, I am not your girl. No, my girl's name is Alicia, and she's so sweet. I miss her. Anyways, you go go and get now. I need, I need this space, and you're trying to take all my ingredients. I'm not trying to take your ingredients. I just need some stuff for the road. You We're just going come on in a here, pillage my pantry, all the food that we stocked up. I thought this was the... The guild's pantry. It certainly is. What have you done to put into the fund? Well, I just completed a quest. All right, sure enough. But when was the last time you bought groceries? It's been a while since I've been home. And Greg gets a little teary-eyed. I used to buy the groceries every Wednesday. That's when they have their sales. Well, you can make your way down to the town of Yenemut, and they've got sales pretty much every day, seeing as they're just trying to peddle their goods. Well... I'm about to head off on a quest, actually, so I was just grabbing some supplies and spices I've made for, you know, making soup or making noodles or maybe some fresh-baked cookies. All right, well, that sounds great. You just go on and get now. I heard you have got to get ready for a quest to get ready to, so you should just be moving on along. Yeah, yeah, I I guess I should Uh just get out of Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Greg will step outside the door and do a fake little stomp, stomp, stomp attack like he's walking away. But then I'm going to stealth and come back in to see what he's doing. Can uh, I roll stealth? I want to know what he's it baking. It seems as if there are um, sliding drawing doors, which he closes upon you leaving. 
Oh. Uh, then Greg will just prepare for the oncoming quest. Okay. All right. Snow, is there anything else you would like? Yeah. I wanted to see. No. 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 Okay. No. Okay. I give up. I would just get the basic gear, like food and stuff. All right. Uh, you can go ahead and send me a message regarding all of the uh, small piddly things that you purchased, just so I have an idea of what your inventory looks like before you go out the next day. However, the evening begins to come to a close. But all of you are sitting down at guild dinner. Guild dinner. Guild dinner. Yeah, they're, they, they, due to the fact that it is a small guild, a number of people generally gather in the dining hall of the manor and sit down as a guild to have dinner, though Draken is very rarely ever present. Tiffany and Celia always make their way here, as does S and Grendel. If you were to follow and join them, you would notice that for a moment, Tiffany is absent. And then, the lights go out. Oh no, are we being attacked? But Tiffany comes back, and it seems as if he's carrying something, which illuminates the room. He has a cake with multiple candles on it, and he then walks up to the four of you being Odette, Greg, S, and Grundle, and presents the cake before you. What does it say? It is a cake. Does it say anything? It says, congratulations and welcome on your first quest with Odd. Oh, no! Greg is sobbing. I can't believe you did it. That's so sweet. Is that what you were making in there? I got, I'm sorry about being a little short with you earlier today, but I got a little nervous because you guys just got back and you're already leaving again. Oh, that's just oh kind my, of how it works. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. Interesting. What does the AOD odd stand for? That's our guild. No, it is... It has got a dot at the end of each letter. It must mean something. It is a... What is it? Oh, it's called an acronym. Yes. Oh, well, you see, back a long, long time ago, a hundred episodes in the making, the leader of this guild, Snow, decided to call ourselves the Antithesis of Darkness. Uh, it was kind of a jab at Dark Guild, one of the other guilds, but seeing now as we're pounding up with Draken, I think it's more of a metaphorical statement regarding how we'll always be there to fight evil and do good. Interesting. That's really great. That is a very sweet sentiment. So, congratulations! And you hear as there are party poppers and streamers and the lights come back on. Oh! Greg will blow out some candles. Welcome to the Odd Guild. So glad that you could join us. And here's hopefully to many more. Greg does a little clap with his hands. That's so wonderful. I'm so happy to be here. Hmm, interesting. Odette is not necessarily one for parties, not really partaking in festivities, more so fascinated by the naming scheme and is messaging Columbia. They had a more creative name than us. You do see, however, as S is enjoying a slice of cake. <laughs> as, without anyone else noticing, he cut off and took the first corner. <laughs> oh. S has a sweet tooth? That's what the S stands for, sweet tooth. No, it is just sweet. Oh. Um, Greg will gladly partake of the cake, but he also cuts pieces for other people first. And everyone is hopefully enjoying their party, as this is the 100th episode! Yay! And also, we have our new party! Though, Yay! we will be going out for their quest the next morning. We're a D-squad. 
With that and the night's festivities behind you, you all make your way and retire for the evening, getting ready to head out on your second quest for the guild the next morning. You all rise nice and early, or at least as early enough as Odette will allow you to, and make your way around about the crack of 9.30. What? I'm sorry. I like to sleep in. It is a very good habit to have. Sleep is good for you. Yes, but I get my appropriate amount of sleep and also am awake in order in time to brush my teeth and make breakfast. And that is what old men do. I'm only 33. That is old. S shakes his head in agreement. <laughs> um, Greg feels as if as he's just grown a white beard. Like, I guess I'm I'm the old one of the bunch now. Ah, don't worry. Your age fluctuates. One day you're 22, the next day you're 57, and then you'll go back a few years every now and again. That happened to me a few times. What was that artifact? The the jewel of youth. I think that's what it was called. It was terrible. It was actually a cursed item. Curses are magic. Yes. I'm very confused by your statement of obvious... So it was just a magic item. Why are we going to say it's cursed? That puts a negative element on it. Uh, No, it was cursed. Do you know what a curse is? Yeah, it's magic. No, no, it's like the bad magic. It's like, oh, this is a... What is it? A lie. Well, I don't think there's bad magic or good magic. There's just magic, and it depends on who's using it. I don't know. I made a potion the other day that gave me explosive diarrhea, and I would count that as some bad magic. Well, it could be used for good if you gave it to a bad guy. Certainly, but then, arguably, what I'm doing is cursing someone with the with the Hershey squirts. So, <laughs> so the... So the... <laughs> The curse of squirts. <laughs> Ew. It's brown in consistency and goes down a little lumpy, I gotta be honest. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, stop. It tastes like the Hershey because it's this chocolate laxatives. <laughs> okay. Well, regardless of what you say, there are cursed items that exist that say... Oh, I am this nice and cute little item. I am an artifact. You should use me. And then when you use it, it use power word kill on you. I don't know. I didn't really grasp most of that. But I think what you're saying is you're right and I'm wrong and that's okay. I am definitely saying that you are wrong, but that is not okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we're just going to deflate the situation and head on our way, okay? All right. Well, away we go. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to find anything at the local alchemist because, unfortunately, she did go missing. But, you know, I guess we have other places to be. <laughs> the alchemist went missing? Oh, yeah, the town of Yadamut, they started with, like, 28 people, and now they're down to, like, what, 17? That is a town. That is a village. That is not a town anymore. Well, it used to be a town, but then the war happened, and then the quarantine, and then the oh. renaming, and then the transfer... And then it would be considered a settlement based on its size. Oh, yeah, it's basically a settlement now. It's barely operable. It's basically a farmstead at this point. Honestly, when Daniel comes back, we'll just send him to take care of it. Think Daniel's dealt with enough. Nah, he, he just needs a short nap. But when he comes back, we'll just we'll tell Draken to send him on a quest. You know what? Maybe he can join us. We, we'll, we'll, we'll see. All right, I am ready to head out. S, what about you? S just shrugs, indifferent. All right, 
Let's go. She has and, a huge uh, smile on her face, by the way. We'll be teleporting to the... The... The tree. The tree. The tree where then, you killed uh, the wolf. No, no, the tree on floor 15. Teleport to No, floor you 15. have to go to the tree in Nuxaruk on the floor that we are on before we can go to the next floor. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. You have to go to the entrances of each floor to get to the previous or advancement of the floors. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can... Uh, let's go. So, to the tree where Greg killed the wolf. Please don't... <laughs> I didn't. I had to do what I had to do. And all of you pixelate as you mystically begin teleporting until you finally find yourself by the tree of Anuxaruk on the 10th floor. I am quite ready. Let us adventure onward. Greg, as you always grab the door, go ahead. You know what? Sure. Greg and all of you begin walking forward as you are just outside the door of Anuxaruk. You notice that there are two large individuals, full clad in black armor, standing guard. Interesting. And you hear from behind you, Don't villainous scum! Vill- villages? Vi- I think he said villainous. You know how you said there was no bad magic? Well, this is the word of villain, which is also associated I know what it means. with being bad. Hi! We're not villains! Says Greg, the man who killed the <laughs> Turning around to see your accuser, you see an immensely tall man standing at about six foot five with salt and pepper, black hair, slicked back. He has broad shoulders and is wearing full black plate armor and a red cape. Greg will say, oh, hi. He seems to be pointing a rather large two-handed axe, only using one hand, however, but seems to be pointing it directly towards your party. Odette's eyes get really big. <gasps> that is a very large axe. How are you holding it one hand? It is big. Greg will step in front of the axe. Hi, my name is Greg. We're not villains. Why um, are you speaking so slow? He is not deaf. How are dumb. you? State your business in the Queen's Garden. Oh, we uh, are advancing to the next floor. Yes, we need to get into the tree to go to the cold floor to uh, help a village. Do you have any knowledge about what happened here? And he points his axe, taking it from pointing towards your party to the giant wolf carcass sitting behind him. I need to roll. As you notice, there are six other black-plated armored soldiers currently examining the body. I'm either rolling a will save to not say anything or a bluff. Which one do you want me to roll? Would your character say something? She would probably speak. I'll probably lie. Okay, then you would roll bluff. Well, joke's on you. I've got nothing in bluff. So, can I reflex to try and cover Odette's mouth? You wouldn't know to do it. Greg wouldn't know to cover Odette's mouth, the person who almost just said. Yeah, but you're, you're in front of his ex. I'm not near you. Eh, you could run back and try to hit me, I guess. Anyway, um, with my bluff total of ten. What do you say, Odette? Uh, no, that that wolf body on the ground. Why would we know anything about that? Yeah, and it's d- coming through the door. <laughs> what? What? Who could ever assume such a thing? Greg will try to cut her off. Well, um, you see, uh, didn't you guys kill that? Nice kill. That couldn't have been easy, you know. I thought that you guys took that thing down 
Looks intimidating. Oh my gosh, yes. You could have just tied it up instead of killing it. Congratulations. Like, that seems like such a beastie. Oh god. And he will try to slink further closer to the tree. Can I roll diplomacy? Yeah. Okay. Or bluff? Uh, bluff, seeing as you're attempting to indicate that you don't know how the wolf died and you are saying that maybe they did it, which you know to be patently false. Oh, that makes that like, oh god. That does make it an impossible lie. Uh, 15 plus 15 is 30. Wow, quick math. Give me a second. I'm not good at quick math. The large man wielding an axe, whose name you have yet to receive, seems to bark an order. And it seems to be towards his men behind him. You hear him shout, Titus, Olympia, seize them. Oh, shoot. Outside, we teleport back to the guild hall now. Uh, that would be... Uh, no, Greg. We cannot run away from our problems. That is not what a legendary hero would do. Right, S? Roll a perception check. S no, S. S isn't even here. 13. Peering around desperately, looking for your legendary hero to back you up, you glance left, glance right. You begin getting nervous because S is no longer anywhere by your side or anywhere near you at all. He went through the tree, didn't he? Teleport back to the guild hall. You just shout this? Why are you so loud? Why am I so loud? You notice as there are two large individuals who are quickly approaching the three of you now. Hmm. Does she teleport back? What does Greg do? He's waiting to find, see you teleport back and make sure you're safe. He's farther away. He was slinking towards the tree. Gwendol, quick! Quick what? What do you want me to do? Teleport back to the guild hall. Oh, sure, I can do that, but I don't know if that necessarily solves any of our problems. And you see him press a button and he disappears. All right. If we run away from our problems, then we become not heroes. But I am not the hero. She's conflicted and this debate is going to take her a minute. Greg, it's an inner debate. Greg, uh, can I roll his will save? I don't know whether or not he would leave her there. Sure. If he has a low will, he leaves. He rolled a nat 20. His fatherly instincts kicked in, and he feels the need to protect this young and innocent, yet somewhat stupid daughter figure can, of his. Um, can he say with diplomacy, please don't, we're not a threat, we're, or we mean you no harm? Would I be able to roll diplomacy? Uh, sure, you can attempt to improve the attitude of this individual with a diplomacy check. But we're here to help. We mean you no harm. 27. No harm may not be meant. Some harm has already been done, and individuals need to answer for their crimes. You are only being apprehended so that we can further investigate the matter. I see. So this is a lawful arrest. Indeed. I am the head captain of the guard, Darius, of the Rimadolf Nation. Oh, it is nice to meet you. My name is Odette. I am from AA. Or, no, it is what, what is this is odd. And I'm Greg, as I've said. <laughs> He hiccups whenever he gets nervous. <laughs> Regardless, you will be coming with me and be put in holding till we can further question you. I would prefer not. We have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are all very busy, but seeing as you are already trespassing on the Queen's grounds, this is already an egregious offense, which must be answered for. We have permission to be here. I thought we had permission to be here, at least from the uh, Duchess or something. Yeah. All of these matters will be ironed out, but you must accompany me back to the castle. Oh, we're going to a castle. 
Is the castle visible from where we are, by the way? Oh, yes, absolutely. You can see it on top of the mountain, far off about five or six miles away in the distance. Odette, making note of the location of this castle for the first time, looks very excited. Yes, take me to the castle. I go willingly. I'll go with her. And Odette just willingly outstretches her arms, and a rather large woman approaches you and puts wooden manacles around your wrists. She's smiling very big. Oh, this is so exciting. I have never been arrested before. I have also never been to a castle that of that size. My father once told me he would take me, but this would be my first time. You seem a bit too excited to be in those handcuffs, Odette. Oh, am I so... Okay, I'm sorry. Ahem. Oh, no. This is terrible. I am being arrested. Much better, he says with a wink. Indiana's just flapping around on her shoulder. Greg, you are approached. An individual attempts to put wooden manacles on your wrists as well. Well, actually, I'd just go willingly. I'm not really a threat. And also, he pulls Jerry out of his shirt. I don't know what we're going to do about him. Who's going to hold him? Well, they could just eat him. No, uh, see, he's not good for eating. He, uh, he has a... Uh... The individual before you speaks up. Very simple solution. And he just grabs a bag from his waist and puts Jerry in the bag. Uh, no, I'll keep him. I'll keep him in my shirt. And then he proceeds to grab your wrists and put wooden manacles on it. You let Jerry go right now. Oh, this is so exciting. I'm sorry. This is so exciting. I think, Nabbit, I keep getting it wrong. I will be taking your lizard as well. And you see as the man reaches and grabs... Indiana right by the body and shoves him in a bag. Oh, okay, Indiana, have fun in a bag. Oh, God, you can't do this to me. No, let me go. Indiana's having fun. It doesn't sound like he's having fun. Also, Jerry, well, you know, Jerry, uh, Jerry might, he might eat his way out of the bag. But and you already see as a hole is beginning to form around the bottom. You might want to get another bag. Yeah, he will eat through anything. He's ate through a metal shoe before. Don't ask me how. He needed some iron in his diet. All right, to the castle. And Odette just starts walking in the direction of the castle. Oh, come this way to the carriage. There is a carriage. Okay, hold on. She reorients herself in the direction he's pointing. And onward we go. Uh, you notice as the one gentleman who's carrying off both of your companions in bags uh, throws each of them in a small metal cage, which is affixed to the side of this large black metal carriage, which seems to be completely enclosed. It has wide wheels, and the entire thing is just almost a metal box, which it seems like no windows. As you enter, it is completely pitch dark. Okay, I feel like we might have got... Um, we might have gotten ourselves into the wrong situation here. I'm sorry, I'll get hiccups when I'm nervous. Don't worry. We'll be okay. You know why? Because our legendary hero will come and rescue us. I don't think that's right. And the heavy iron door creaks as it begins to shut and is latched close. I guess at any point, I mean, we still can maneuver our fingers. We could teleport back to the guild hall, I suppose. Are you sure you want to just go through and be willingly put in a dungeon? You could leave. I am excited for this. This is just another adventure. Greg ponders for a second and then says, No, I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'll stick with, with my team. 
What is left of eating? We have this party going. Uh, roll a perception check. Greg just sighs. Why do you keep having me roll my <laughs> um, 13. Do you hear a series of strange noises as if something is clanking next to you? It sounds like metal hitting wood or something, but it's too dark. You're not able to make anything out. Do you hear that? Jerry, is that you? Calm down. Do not eat through this carriage. I swear I do not have the funds to repair something this fancy. I can't tell what it is. Can you tell what it is, Greg? Sounds like metal banging on wood. Why don't you take a closer look? You can roll a percept check if you'd like. 29. You see as sitting next to Odette is S. And he seems to be attempting to put wooden manacles on himself. <laughs> what? Wait a And then, Odette, you just get a message. I guess this is what we're doing now. Oh my gosh. What we're doing. Does she notice S yet or no? No. <gasps> Greg. We'll see him and just go, okay, okay. I guess, sure, why not? Odette messages back, I can't wait to see you at the castle. Greg thinks to himself, wait a second, Grundle's not here. (laughs) Grundle's the true hero. Did he really? Did he really just teleport back to the guild hall? (laughs) You don't tell. (laughs) And we get get to be Grundle-less? Oh, no. Greg looks somewhat excited as he thinks this is a new vacation. (laughs) Your iron-clad rolling wagon begins to lurch forward. You feel it traverse through numerous bumps as these seats are not very comfortable. You can feel each and every one. Do I bump into S at some point? Oh yeah, you absolutely would. Do I recognize I'm bumping into a person? Maybe. Do you? Probably. Roll perception check. Do you care? Yeah, you can roll perception check. 22. You definitely notice someone is beside you and they're wearing an all-black ninja outfit. <gasps> yes, they captured you already? How did they get you in here so fast? I came in on my own. They don't know I'm here yet. He's been here the whole time. I like the way you work, guess. <laughs> this is why I have chosen you. I thought he was already chosen. Uh, yes, he has been chosen. I will state... He was definitely not here when you initially entered, but sometime between the door being closed and you seeing him, he had appeared inside here. You all begin feeling as the carriage is taking an incline, and it gets steeper and steeper uh, until you all begin sliding in your seats due to the verticality, and it appears as if and feels as if the wagon is almost going up a straight 90-degree incline. Well, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. All of you slide and smack into the back end of the carriage, and you are basically leaning up against the side. If this door were to unlatch, you would definitely be falling out. Okay, this is mildly terrifying. It's like a roller coaster without any protection. Yeah, they don't even have seatbelts in here. There's, is there a window? No. There are no windows either. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's because they're vampires. But they were outside in the daylight. I don't know. Maybe they were wearing sunscreen or something. All right. S, you stay behind me. I'll protect you. (laughs) Please get off me. You're crushing my spleen. (laughs) I cannot get off of you. I'm kind of stuck. Now we could just wiggle. (laughs) 
<laughs> you begin floundering about, and you end up bumping into and kicking one another even more and more. Until eventually, and quite suddenly, it seems as if you may lurch and go from a 90-degree incline to a flat surface, and from suddenly being up against this wall, you all fall and slam against the floor. Oh, ow. That was not a fun ride. Um, did did S make a sound? No. Oh. Wait. No, he probably oofed. There's probably an oof at least. No. No oof? No oof. He was silent. No oof. The dice don't lie. <laughs> oh, that makes an extra oof for him. Oof. There. I fixed it. Thank you. <laughs> well, I guess we're on a flat surface again. And you hear as a metal slat slams against your carriage, against the wagon that you are being held in, and the door opens. You can now see from this rectangular portrait, as light begins to pour in, it's almost blinding as you have been in a pitch black carriage for quite some time, maybe hours even, your eyes begin to adjust and you see once again the very tall, armor-clad figure stand before you. Peering out past him, though, you see nothing but the ledge of a cliff and blue sky. Oh, interesting. How's Jerry? Is he okay? The sun is so bright. Welcome to Castle Rimadolf. Good to be welcome. Where's my goat? Your goat is in holding. Okay, as long as somebody's holding him, that's okay. <sighs> Could I have my lizard back, please? Darius looks confused as he's pointing his axe at the three of you. <laughs> and he looks over. You see him mutter something, but you're not quite sure what he says. Can what I perception check to hear? Sure. I would also like to. I only have a 10. A 31. You just see his mouth move, Odette. Uh, but Greg, you overhear something about an extra person? Oh, uh, you mean you didn't notice him before? That's rude. Just because he doesn't have much of a physical presence doesn't mean you have to completely ignore him. Oh, are we, is this the moment when I should also lie? Well, I'm not lying. He really didn't notice him. I mean, that is true. Okay. All right. Make your way out. Odette will go out first. Stepping out of the wagon, you have to take a step down, and your feet come in contact with full stone of the mountaintop. Interesting. This does not look like a castle. This looks like a rock. Greg will step out. Peering out. And then turn around. Directly before the two of you. You are overhanging a ledge on a cliffside. And you can see before you the entirety of the Queen's Forest and even the great tree Anuxaruk further in. Ah, you're taking to torture us in the dungeons. Why do you sound so excited? It is very exciting. Do you know my padre dreamed of these kind of moments? I don't need to know of your daddy issues. What? No, 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 no. He is an expert on medieval architecture and uh, historical artifacts and such. The lot of you all exit the carriage and are directed by Darius to keep walking. As you move, he takes you away from the ledge and you turn and round the carriage, then facing in towards the mountain and finally seeing Castle Rimadolf. Dun, dun, dun. A steep black stoned castle stand before you hundreds of feet tall with sharp, jagged architecture tall parpets with very limited stained glass. It seems well defended with tall arching walls and numerous palisades as well. 
but you seem to be entering not the main body of the castle, but are being escorted down a side path, which seems to go alongside this mountainscape as you are entering almost a tunnel. Oh, uh, I thought we were going to go see the queen. No, we're probably going to the dungeon. Honestly, dungeons oftentimes were made underground, where there might have been caves or such. It'd be the easiest way to do it. They think we have information of the attack or something. Don't they want the queen to know? We will relay any pertinent information, but don't worry. You'll have a meeting with Gregor. I'll access the validity of your claims. No way! My name is Gregory! Well, it's, uh, everybody just calls me Greg, but my name is Greg Shaw, and he's Greg Orr. I love to meet this guy. Oh, I understand the joke now. Odette took a solid few seconds to think about what Greg just said. Okay, alright, I am sorry. Take this seriously moment. Yes, you will get the information from us after we talk to Gregor. Yeah, she's a bit of a loose lip, Libby, isn't she? Hopefully you will cooperate. From here, Felix will escort you. Felix? Like the cat? No, such as myself. And you notice, as an individual, not nearly as tall and certainly not as wide and muscular as Darius, you see someone of similar stature to yourself, Odette. Someone standing around about five foot eight. He has very light blonde hair, a pale complexion. It seems as if his hair is swept back into the side. He also, though, is wearing somewhat lighter black-plated armor and a red cloak. He appears to have a rapier at his side. And he actually kind of gently prods you a little. Hey, do not prod me with your sword. That is rude and not very gentlemanlike. Excuse you. Keep on moving. We're headed this way. I guess he's not the legendary hero, huh? No, unfortunately, most NPCs cannot be legendary heroes. Watch your tongue, you lot, before I cut it off. You are going to be questioned by Gregor himself. I will have no interruptions. I'm Greg. Silence. We've been over this. I need none of your pleasantries. (laughs) Greg will shut his mouth, but he will smile at the other guy. (laughs) He glares daggers into you. Can I smile? Diplomacy? Sure, you can roll diplomacy to attempt to improve his attitude towards you. 25 diplomacy. At your silence and cooperation, he seems to lighten up a little bit and sheaths his rapier, but still is instructing you. Walk forward. Look straight ahead. No small chat. Odette tries to salute. Yes, sir. But she has like both of her hands together in the manacles and like does it from the side. Greg thinks to himself, and to the left. And take it back now, (laughs) y'all. Who hops this time? (laughs) Greg hops two times. (laughs) Odette. just jazzy. Odette will follow the instructions. This is an experience of a lifetime. And he begins escorting you down this dark tunnel. Eventually, you do reach these iron bars as they outstretch. And he moves for... Uh, He nods forward towards a guard stationed there who opens a black gate. You can hear the dripping of water on dripstone from the stalactites above. 
and you are entering a lowly lit area. The only thing providing you vision is the faint sconces and torchlight which vaguely illuminate these stone halls. Mm, this is quite ominous. I'm very impressed by the uh, decor. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the uh, the Renaissance Fair, but like the kind of dingy part of the Renaissance Fair. Did I fair. ask for you to speak? No, I just thought it would be appreciated. It isn't. I don't understand why you don't like people talking to you. Are you a lonely person? Hey, you know I what? am quite jubilant in company which I prefer. However, rapscallions intruding upon the Queen's Garden are not among those list. Rapscallions? Are those those lizard people I've been hearing about? I didn't think that we were really the ones intruding on the garden. I am so confused. I thought we were under the Duchess Snow's, like, thing. Your claims shall be assessed by Gregor. Oh, okay. I, I can't under- wait to meet him. Wait, how is Greg? Does he have truth serum or truth spell? You make your way, and eventually on the left, there is a black wooden door which Felix opens and it creaks. I hold you personally responsible for all of this. Odette, you didn't teleport away when we had the chance. Why are you. I told you, you cannot hold anyone responsible. Enter. Felix points to the room. I was having a conversation, Felix, but all right. And she walks past him. Wait, did he did he introduce himself or did she just say his name? <laughs> Darius instructed that it would be Felix who would be escorting you, but he never properly introduced himself. You all enter a large cavernous room where you are at the top of a tall ceiling. There is a large stone staircase which seems to hug the side of the wall and curves around as you go into this pit-like environment. You see that there are chains dangling from the ceilings with metal cages hung by them, and eventually you reach the bottom where you see numerous tables and a furnace and multiple metal contraptions hung up on walls. Oh, this is definitely a dungeon. Oh, it's like the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh my gosh, how do you know that movie? I thought it was for old people. I read books, duh. Oh, Gregor, here are the individuals that Darius has requested you get information out of. They claim that they are the Duchess's Snow's protection and that they have reason to be trespassing through the garden, but they have also been caught in association with Lycanon, who has been recently slain in Her Majesty's garden, breaking the truce between us and Lunka. Interesting. Thank you, Felix, for the, uh, the introductions. Well, what have we here? Hi, I assume you're Gregor. I'm Greg. Sure. You see a large man in a black leather apron and brown trousers. He seems large and muscular, and he is just sat with his back facing you currently, and it sounds as if metal is scraping on metal. Oh, I like this. This is very, very intimidating. I'm Greg Shaw. Gregor. Hi. Hello. Greg, I think he heard you. I think he's ignoring us. It I is don't for, know. It he's is not for the effect. He's not responding. I don't know if he heard my proper introduction. Okay. Introductions are not necessary. This will be very simple. I will ask a question. Okay. You will answer. Okay. Okay, I can do that. If I do not like your answer... We shall work a better one out of you. Well, 
I don't know your likes and dislikes yet, so I don't know how to please you. I'm sorry. Welcome to the depths of Rimadol. Everybody is so welcoming around here. And that, everybody, is where we're going to end this week's episode of SAO Odd. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and thank you for tuning in and staying with us for our 100th episode. It didn't quite go as planned as nothing ever does, but I hope you had fun nonetheless. Yay! Thank you, Foundlings, for listening to another episode of Sorta Online Odd. We're so glad that you joined us. Hey, and if you've been enjoying this series, this episode, us as players in general, make sure you leave us a rating and a review in whatever podcast listening app that you're on. And if you do on Podchaser, you can actually leave individual episode reviews. Ooh, so consider doing that, guys. Or you can also do it now on Spotify. That's really exciting. If you want to support the podcast in other ways, consider going to our Patreon and donating to the podcast and getting access to early releases of episodes, bonus content, whatever. I mean, stuff that exists there. You could also go to our website, missingroleplayerfound.com. That's missing, R-O-L-L, playerfound.com, where you can pick up hats, stickers, t-shirts, and more. Make sure you're following us on our social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram, at RollFound, as well as on TikTok. Because if you're following us there, you'll be able to keep up to date on any news that we have, whether or not that's for giveaways, delays, all that kind of uh, doodah stuff. So once again, thank you for listening. And we do want to give a big thank you and shout out to Will Savino with Music D20 and Michael Gelfie for letting us use a lot of their music and ambiance in today's episode. Please consider checking them out, guys, and supporting them because they are amazing content creators. All right. We'll see you next, next week on another episode of Sorta Online Odd. Bye. Bye.